This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAF, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. Justin Sullivan working the boards, and we will shortly be speaking to the head coach of the Manchester Monarchs, one Rich Sealy, who saw his goalie, Sam Britton, get the call, the emergency call-up, not to the A, but to the National, to the NHL on Friday in advance of the game. Uh, they played Friday night. I believe they might have played Nashville. I'll have to go back and check that. But uh, that was when Bob Snow, uh, he referenced it earlier. Uh, Luongo had a late uh, injury scratch. And uh, Sam Britton backed up James Reimer. Uh, so interesting stuff there. Uh, good for him. He has had a great season for the Manchester Monarchs, so his hard work was rewarded. And, of course, we've seen Joey Diamond get the call a couple times to Springfield. So, uh Coach Sealy doing a great job with these uh, Manchester Monarchs and uh, presenting them with chances to advance their careers or readvance in some cases uh, back to higher levels. And we will talk to him about that and the current state of the team. Oh, and uh, Sully's, Sully's picked up a unopened mullet that we were given back on. Uh, I thought it was a rat. Mullet <laughs> week. Yeah, remember you told me about your mom? I thought it was a rat. Yep. So I, p- I found it. I've been yeah. sitting here for a while. So, Break those uh, out again. speaking of hockey, but not ECHL, we're going to tell our calls. If you want to call right now or any time for the rest of the show here in the final hour, second caller, caller number two, gets two tickets. Not one. Not one, but two. two gets two free tickets to the Frozen Fenway matchup, UNH in Northeastern at Fenway Park. Wait, what? 7.30, Saturday. Give us a ring and they're yours. And you will also be entered into the sweepstakes for a VIP package at the game, which will elevate your seating status. Uh, so definitely, definitely check it out. Capital One Frozen Fenway Series. Uh, the VIP package, I will pull it up and tell you what it consists of. And considering you might be the only ones to call here, <laughs> you, you might get elevated to the VIP right away. Um, but you have a chance at uh, two tickets, UNH, Northeastern, on the ice at Fenway, outside, Saturday night, 
I'm sure they'll have the Patriots game on everywhere there. Don't worry. Uh, for a big hockey East matchup. And uh, you can go. And you can get them right here. So, call us. ASAP. Get on it. 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. And uh, you can call up and get two tickets to Frozen Fenway here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. And that is not a ticket winner. That is uh, Coach Sealy. Maybe he wants the tickets. Got Coach Sealy calling for two tickets? Yeah, I think he wants the tickets. <laughs> I, think, I think he wants to go. He's probably a little busy as his team uh, has a game that night. But uh, he's joining us now uh, from the Manchester Monarchs. And unfortunately, this will be the final time we will talk to Coach Sealy on the stretch run. Uh, as the stretch run will be done after Thursday. But we've been happy to have him and we welcome him back for one more time here. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. I'm doing well. All right, that's good. That makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> um, but you guys uh, coming off last week, one two zero and one in the previous week. And as I mentioned uh, before, you called in. Uh, you saw your goalie get the call, not to the A, but straight to the national there uh, with the Florida Panthers. Uh, that must have been pretty cool for him, and I, I think for your staff as well to see one of your players. Uh, Leapfrog over and get go right into the uh, National Hockey League there and serve as an emergency backup for the Panthers. Yeah, a little bit of a situation there where I think Luongo went down. Uh, obviously, in the warm up, I think the Friday night before, and we're unsure if he was going to be able to go on Saturday or not. Or and, and wasn't so we got the call on Saturday there. Uh, you know, in, in a way, pretty convenient. We were only you know an hour and a half drive away uh, for the game against the Bruins, so. Uh, Sam hopped in and headed over that way and uh, was a backup, uh, a backup there for for the NHL, which is uh, a good experience for him. Um, he, you know, he's been obviously playing well with us and under contract with him, so it worked out well for for the short time being there. And and then I saw he, did he end up playing uh, a few guys after that? I think I saw a picture mm-hmm. of him going out onto the ice, uh, and he had I didn't even realize. So he's got Florida equipment, but the the Manchester uniform, correct? Uh, yes, he does. He's got Florida Panther Panther gear. He's under contract with them. Yeah, and kind of just on just on loan to us. So he played he played for us Friday, and he played for us Tuesday in Orlando. We played Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So he played Tuesday and Friday for us, and then uh, was a backup for us on on Wednesday night, and then uh, was a backup in in for the uh, Florida Panthers against the Bruins there on Saturday night. So we had to actually bring our own emergency back. As he was on a back up for us. Now we know I've seen it, you know, happen a, a bunch of times with uh, NHL teams where you know if they're in a, a iffy situation there, they have to bring in whether you know it's one of the the training staff happens to be a goalie or it's a local goalie they have on call. Uh, do you guys have a similar situation that you have a guy on call all the time? Um, I mean, obviously not in the road, but if it was back here at home, uh, no, not really. I mean, we have a couple guys available. To us that, that, that we know of that potentially are available. We use uh, some other pro development leagues. We have time to call up in an emergency situation. Our equipment manager does play goal and can fire on here. Um, in our situation down in Florida for us, we do you know, Coach, you there? Boston starter last year. I'm here. Okay, yeah, we were losing you a bit. You're going in and out there. Yeah, I mean, sure. and it's seen uh there was one, wasn't it, earlier in the season, I think, like a uh, father-son combo or something was playing. I forget where that was. 
Might have been an EE. I'm not sure. But we'll look it up later. But, hey, Coach, I saw that the uh, ECHL announced their all-star team. And uh, a defenseman for you guys, uh, Justin uh, Agosta, made the team. He's in 26 games played. He's got six goals, 15 assists, 21 points. Uh, What has he done in your eyes to this point to uh, earn that honor of going to the All-Star game? (laughs) I think we might have lost Coach. Coach? Yep, I think we lost him. So... We will uh, hopefully get Coach back there when we get a chance. But, yes, Justin Agosta, the defenseman for the Manchester Monarchs, uh, uh, was named today uh, to the all-star starting lineup there. He is uh, will be paired up with Jacob McDonald of the Toledo Walleyes. Um, I'm surprised, though, with how well Manchester has done uh, that this appears. I mean, if uh, this news release I got, he's the only... The only guy from the Monarchs to make it, which is interesting. And uh, I'll tell you, just uh, Sully, uh, just so you know, you might want to check out. It sounds a bit weird on my end here, too. Uh, wondering if maybe it was us that lost coach, so definitely look into that right now. Doesn't sound like a good feed here. Nope, we're good. No. You no. can talk. You no. can talk. He's not. No, we're not. He's not there. Okay, cool. But we're all right. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, because it had that, uh, that that noise I usually hear when we're on the air, <laughs> that sort of fuzz in the back. Yeah, who's gone? Is gone. No, we're, we're good. All right. <laughs> well, there we go. We're, we're alive. Well, well, we await Coach to call back. We will uh, remind you, if you want him, call up right now. Doesn't matter what number you are. 603-883-9900. 603-883-9900. Uh, for your chance, tickets to Frozen Fenway at Fenway Park, UNH, and Northeastern on Saturday. Uh, I want to thank Elevate Communications uh, for providing that. And of course, the Frozen Fenway is brought to you by Capital One. And I think we do have Coach calling in now. We got him back. And we apologize for the uh, technical difficulties there. And uh, Coach, we got you. I hope so. Uh, I don't want to name name carriers, but I've having a little issue with my cell phone carrier apparently, and Uh-oh. I haven't moved. But we just apparently just dropped calls, so that's no fun. I apologize. Oh, it's all right. Well, it's not your fault. And uh, hey, you can throw guys under the bus here. It's okay. Well, I don't know if they're like a, if they're a sponsor of either our team or uh, potentially the station, so I yeah. don't want to put anybody in uh, <laughs> way, So we'll just leave it as an unnamed. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, you know, we don't need any sponsors here, so we're, we're done. It's Friday. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, but I was saying, uh, so our last question, I was asking you about um, Justin Agosta and just what he's done to earn that honor to go to the All-Star team. Well, you know, he's played quite well for us, especially early on. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's a second-year guy, and he takes really good care of his body and got off to a great start for us. So then able, a guy that does a good job at getting pucks in that, um, I what I would call, you know, kind of pretty good shot, but a right-handed puck-moving defenseman. And, uh, you know, he's uh, he was really good for us. Got a lot of pucks in that. Uh, you know, able to, was quite a, you know, uh, up in the top and in, in D-man scoring for a while there, and I think led the league in, in plus-minus, so also can prove he's responsible defensively. So, um, yeah, really good opportunity for him, and I know, you know, I think Justin will represent our club ball at the, the All-Star game. 
Well, I'm going to come right on and say it because I don't have to worry about sponsors and, uh, and ticking anyone off anymore. So I think you guys get robbed, though. I, I don't know how you don't have more players going to the All-Star team. I'm looking at the lineups here. Uh, yeah, no, no more Monarchs on the reserves. How the heck does Britain not make it? It's beyond me. Uh, I mean, the kids had a great yep. season. Um, you know, what's is that motivation for the guys when, when, when something like that doesn't happen? You know, like, do they, they feel disrespected <coughs> and do they channel that into motivation on the ice? Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's kind of one of those things. It's just, it is, I think they, honestly, I think they try to even it out. Um, I think every team in our league is represented. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, whether that's the right way to go or not, I'm not sure, but that's kind of the way they chose. I would have liked to see at least one or two more guys from our club, and I'm, I'm sure there's a few more clubs that feel the same way, but, uh, I guess that's part of it, and, you know, it's, on by the league and other coaches and some management stuff, so that's kind of the way it goes. I thought there's quite a few guys, Sam Britton being one, even Daniel Campini is pretty deserving as well, perhaps even Joe Diamond over a point of game guy. I was going to so, say, what about Joey? Yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's some things. Matt Leitner is kind of a point of game guy. There's lots of guys that I think that have got the nod, and um, you know maybe they will before the before it's all said and done. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see, but uh, you know I, I guess the, the, for the guys have it maybe an, an extra day here to rest and recover and. Perhaps guys you may use it as a, you know, individuals may use it as a small motivation tool, for sure. Yeah, and we bring up Joey Diamond. It's interesting. We had um, Charlie McAvoy, uh, the Bruins uh, prospect, BU defenseman, yep. Team USA. Nice player. Yeah, and he's from the uh, uh, same hometown as uh, Joey, Long Beach, New York, which I actually lived in for a bit after I graduated from college. And he spoke very highly of Joey, uh, saying that, you know, Joe's one of the first uh guys out of that town to really make it ironically the the rangers used to practice there for a long time back in the day but uh joey's one of the first guys to really make it up to the pros and um charlie spoke very highly of him so uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool to hear and we know he's having a great season with you and uh he's helped your team as well huh yeah no i wasn't aware of that you know i know not, not a big area i'm on now and there i mean they're all towns are pretty tight but um, you know, I didn't know Mac Poilich from there. It's nice to hear that he speaks highly. And, yeah, you know, it's good. Hopefully they can continue to turn out some hockey players there. Um, you know, McAvoy, pretty nice pick from what it looks like right now for the Bruins there. I know he scored a nice goal and uh, I want to say the second goal in one of the World Juniors games. He's, he's pretty talented, uh, pretty talented player. So it looks like he has a bright future. So that's obviously a positive thing for the Bruins and New England in general. So it's nice to hear that he's able to pass on some nice words for Joel. And we echo those same sentiments here. He's been good for our club and he's been good around the room and hopefully he'll continue us, uh, help us get lots of wins moving forward. And uh, speaking of the World Juniors there, Coach, did you have a chance to watch any of the games or were you too busy, you know, obviously focused on your own team? No, we, we watched a little bit of it um, for sure. Uh, didn't catch as much as I'd like, you know, kind of sporadically having the NHL network when we're on when we're on the road, but happened to catch the first two periods of uh the final there and I, you know, commented to our guys that, you know, how, how well I thought the game was played. I thought both teams were good hockey clubs. I thought they played with both good structure and it was pretty competitive. I mean those guys drove in at heart. Um, you know, I, I think uh pretty exciting as a hockey fan for for our game um in the future. If, you know, both countries uh having quite a bit of what, what looks like, you know, promising NHL talent. So, uh, good stuff to see, and obviously a very, very exciting uh, final. Yeah, and it's it's interesting, I bet, too. Uh, obviously, you have a mix of Canadians and Americans in, in your dressing room and on your staff. Uh, 
So uh, one, any uh, fun bets going around as they headed into that gold medal game? I didn't see any fun bets. I mean, we've got a, we've, we've got a majority of Americans, I believe. We've got a few Canadians. I know, I know, kind of a couple, couple of us fellow Canadians took a little bit of rubbing, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, no crazy bets that I saw for sure. Which, which is a good thing, and I think you know, for us, a lot of our focus was kind of on uh, our play, and that was on the background. So. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Well, listen, Coach, uh, I want to thank you for taking the time, and I, I wish you the best of luck. I know um, you got two games coming up. Uh, you're in Adirondack on Friday, and then you host them back here on Saturday. So we urge our listeners to go check out the games because you guys are having a great season. But, hey, thanks for being part of the stretch run over the last few months. We appreciate you taking the time and the knowledge you brought to the show, and uh, I'll see you down the line, all right? Yeah, no, great guys. I appreciate you having me and uh, making this work. This has been been good for us and our organization. I wish you guys nothing but the the best moving forward. So, uh, best of luck in future endeavors. All right, thank you very much. That is Coach Rich Seeley of the Mon- the Manchester Monarchs joining us here on the Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire. I miss those chats with Coach Seeley, man. Good hockey talk. Oh, yeah, Always going to miss great. hockey talk. He's great, yeah. He's a good hockey guy. I love it. Uh, but we thank him for coming on all those times and. We will move on here in the show. We're in the final hour. We're going to talk some Boston Bruins in the next segment with Ty Anderson at WEI.com. So stay with us. A stretch run. We'll be back. Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. We heard some big things heading into the national title game. That Alabama could compete with the Cleveland Browns. That the Tide had the best defense in history. That college football wasn't challenging enough for the Tide coach Nick Saban. Very few people expected them to lose. But Clemson came from behind last night to shock the defending champs. Deshaun Watson hit Hunter Renfro with one second left to give the Tigers the national title. Clemson, of course, isn't really a Cinderella story, but they almost beat Alabama last year. Everyone talks about the Crimson Tide players who are headed to the NFL. The same can be said about Clemson, but this still feels like the little guy won. The Tigers, after all, are in the ACC, not the mighty SEC. And Clemson doesn't have the same history as Alabama. It was a great game, a great finish. And should be an instant classic no matter who won last night. The fact that some of the storylines we expected didn't happen makes it even more special. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.
Look, folks, if you're paying attention even a little bit, you know the playoff picture is heating up for the top college football programs. And unlike the pros, it's not just the playoffs. We're talking about the bowl games as well. With so many games to watch, I'm going to choose the place with wall-to-wall TVs, and that's Buffalo Wild Wings. And like always, they've got new burgers. How about the cheese curd bacon burger and new sauces like Havana Heat, an exotic blend of spices that adds the perfect amount of heat to your wings while supplies last. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. I'm always shocked by the string of home invasions I read about after the holidays. And I don't want you or your family to be blindsided by a break-in. And that's why Simply Safe Home Security has created its massive holiday sale. And right now, get $200 off their best-selling Defender Security Package. It's a 17-piece system of pure protection. Around-the-clock alarm monitoring police dispatch. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees. SimplySafeDan.com. SimplySafeDan.com to save $200. Do you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bardis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bardis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bardis Law at 603 603- Three four two zero eight five eight eight, or visit www.bardislaw.com. The Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN, New Hampshire. Well, okay, Mr. <laughs> I don't want Chris Sale because I don't want to give up you on Mankata. Oh! That was before I saw Mankata in person, and he struck out every single game of his career. Happy holidays. You didn't want to give up you on Mankata. I went back. You know, we're always saying we're going to pull the tape, we're going to pull the tape. I pulled the tape, and both of you guys did not want to give up you Play the audio, Brian. We don't actually we don't have it. Yeah, oh, we did. We... <laughs> the Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN, New Hampshire. Imagine this. Your 14-year-old daughter and her best friends are maybe getting ready to go out. They're maybe upstairs in her bedroom with music playing. They're laughing, maybe trying on clothes, putting on too much makeup, and maybe taking sips of vodka straight out of the bottle, which they might tuck into someone's purse to take to a party. Imagine your kid doing that. It may be hard to imagine, but it is happening. New Hampshire has a big alcohol abuse problem. In fact, New Hampshire ranks second in the nation for binge drinking among 12 to 20-year-olds. Second, you can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org and help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire start the conversation today. Outdoor Almanac, brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal. From the lakes and ponds during the winter, have you ever wondered what was going on below the ice? Well, a lot, actually. Otters still search for food, using their sensitive whiskers to detect the motion of nearby fish. River otters can stay underwater for about four minutes and can swim up to a quarter of a mile before coming up for air. The beaver stays inside a lodge, the top of which you see above the ice. Before the ice sets in, however, food must be stored to last all winter. The food pile of twigs and branches is just under the ice, close to the entrance to the lodge. During the winter, the beaver just dives down to get some food without having to get above the ice. Most water turtles snuggle down into the mud and leaves at the bottom of a pond. Then their bodies get cold and slow down, and their heart beats only once every few minutes. So on top, the ice may look cold and forbidding, but underneath, life goes on. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests. We've got it all here on ESPN New Hampshire.
shift games and uh, in the third period I thought we came hard and played really well and you could tell we wanted to win the game but as I mentioned earlier uh, when you play back-to-backs you need everybody going and uh, tonight we didn't have everybody going. And welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host Jimmy Murphy. Justin Sullivan working the boards. A happy, happy birthday to one Pat Benatar. 64. Crazy, man. Remember seeing her when I was in like 8th grade. Showing my age, man. She's still not looking bad. And she still can crank it on the guitar there. Good for her. Pat Benatar, 64 today. Uh, We're going to go. I wonder how old Chloe Julian is these days. He's got to be about the same age. Look it up there, Sully. Find out his age. And maybe Ty Anderson be knows close. it right off the bat. Ty Anderson at WEEI.com. Join us. How are you, Ty? Hey, hey Jim. How's it going? Eh, it's going. It's going, you know. Uh, but uh, we're, we're looking it up right now. How old is Claude? I think he's like 55. I want to I say he's not that old. He's, he's, okay. Close. 56. It, it 56. Wow. 56. Still a young lad. There we go. Yeah. I remember being surprised. I maybe, I, 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 maybe I thought he was older when he, he grew that animal on yeah. his face <laughs> recently like... for, like, over the holidays, that goatee. Thank God he shaved that thing. I was thinking 60. Well, 56, pretty good. Who was yeah. up with that thing? Yeah. Did, did you guys ever ask him about that? No, no. I, I assumed it was part of November. Like, he didn't want to do a full and then he just, But like, then right, he just I'll let it go? Goatee. And then he just let it go, yeah. yeah. It looked like Homer Simpson. It was, it was pretty ridiculous. Oh, it was brutal, man. Yeah, it was like, he was, yeah, that's a good one. He was like, like, Harley Davidson, Homer Simpson. <laughs> and it was Claude Julian. But uh, speaking of Claude Julian, um, man, every time it looks like he's done, uh, the team rallies around. They take three out of four points, and now they go into St. Louis. The real tough part of this schedule now begins, in my, of this road trip now begins in my eyes. Uh, they, you know, they've had success against the Blues before, but they're going in right now. Uh, David Bax's return, that's going to be a big storyline there. But what do the Bruins have to do uh, to come out of St. Louis with a win tonight? Well, I think you have to look at how they've started these last few games. Uh, obviously, it's the story of the season. If they start poorly again, uh, this Blues team is too good. You know, this isn't, this isn't Florida or Carolina. This is one of the NHL's best teams, especially defensively. Um, so if you, get in, if you get an early hole here, one goal, two goals, basically a death sentence, I think. I mean, this team... This Blues team, they know how to shut guys down. They know how to take your best players out of the game. Uh, maybe they're not as great as they were in years past at that, but that's still something that they specialize in. So I think if you if you run into the same sort of problems you've run into these last few weeks here, where this, this season, like I said, where you just you, you allow the first goal, you're down by one. So, so they, need, they need a strong start. They need their best players to continue to show up. I think you've seen that the last uh, that needs to happen again tonight because if it doesn't, uh, you're talking about another loss. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. And uh, what I mean, what's your explanation when you look at these slow starts? What are they not doing uh, to succeed in the opening frame in your eyes? I mean, what's what's is there something that is glaring to you that stands out, or is it a combination of things? How have you evaluated that? Well, I look at it. I mean, it seems everything is every game is different. There's something that goes wrong, but I think most notably, I mean, for me, it's always the first flurry that that they encounter in their own end. It seems like it really throws them for a loop, and they don't know how to respond to, which is kind of unusual given the experience this team has. I think overall, but it's sort of like you know, when when the first storm comes, they throw themselves into a tizzy and they forget their structure. They forget where where they're supposed to be, and it leads to either great scoring chances against or at least to a goal. Uh, very uncharacteristic, and it's, I don't want to blame just the defense or the goaltender, but it just seems like when it comes in waves, they get a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this happened a bit last year, uh, but this team, I think, has, has overall been better defensively. So I just think these lapses, they occur at a very inopportune time, if you will, uh, be it in the first period or in the closing minutes of period. It seems like the focus at the beginning and at the end of the year, it isn't what it needs to be. Yeah, interesting for sure. And hopefully they can correct that because the two teams they're playing next, are, they'll jump all over them. Uh, David Backus, like we said, it's his first game back to St. Louis. Uh, what has he said in the days leading in uh, to the Boston media? We spoke to uh, Andy Strickland from St. Louis, uh, and he told us about the morning skate today. But in the days leading into today, uh, what did he have to say about going back to St. Louis? He's pretty excited. He, he really didn't know the reaction he was going to get. He said, I guess we'll see when I get there. Uh, obviously, this was a guy who was a gigantic heart and soul type of blues, uh, did everything for them uh, in, in a lot of ways. And I think uh, he's excited about this game. He sort of marked this on his calendar, obviously. Then the concussion happens. And I don't want to say he rushed back, but I, I, I do want to say that part of his motivation and the extra conditioning drills and the extra time on the ice and off the ice to try to make himself feel better was in an effort to be ready for this game because clearly this means a lot to him. I mean, he spent a decade there, obviously has best friends on and off the ice in the city. Uh, so this is a big game for him. And, you know, he, he's talking about his emotions. He's, he's going to be an emotional dude. I mean, he's, he always has been and he always will be. And this is going to be no exception. You know they're going to roll out the video tribute. You know he's going to get a standing ovation. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts to that. I mean, this is the guy who he wears his heart in his sleeve every shift. And uh, this moment, this moment actually might get him. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a, see a little bit of the uh, the eyes watering up there because uh, obviously St. Louis meant so much to him and he meant so much to St. Louis for such a long period of time. Uh, but he's excited. I think he wants to get this over with in a lot of ways. He's going to cherish it, but he, he wants to get it past it because he knows he has a job to do for the team, especially with the way they've been playing in recent days. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched uh, the Shea Weber return to Nashville last week with the Canadians uh, when they went in to play the Predators, and he was he was fighting back tears. So if that guy's fighting back tears, I think David Backus is going to be balling. They're going to have to have some tissue. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, Stoneface Weber, you know, that yeah. got him to crack. <laughs> yeah, so if he's done you know, it. And Backus is not, the, not that guy at all. Yeah, for sure. Hey, listen, Ty, um, we have not got a chance to speak to you uh, since the – Colorado-Boston trade rumors surfaced over the last 10 days. Uh, Adrian Dater uh, breaking out. I had been hearing this for a while. They were talking there. Uh, There's a lot of talk that uh, Colorado was stuck on Brandon Carlo and Don Sweeney would not do that. 
uh, in exchange for Gabriel Landeskog. I know Matthew Duchesne is still available as well. But I, I guess my question to you is, um, are we, and this is no knock on Brandon Carlo, but are a lot of people around here maybe overvaluing him and not realizing that uh, you could get a 25 or under forward uh, that's gonna that's locked in for at least another two years, or if it's Duchesne, locked in for I think another five. Um, for a guy that, in my opinion, and I welcome you to disagree with me, I think eventually is going to be a number three at best. Are we overvaluing Brandon Carlo? I think in a way they are. I, I, I think some of the past experiences have sort of led you to that point. In a way, I think you look at the need for defense based on how terrible they were defensively a year ago, and you say, well, we can't part with defense. And I think you look at the fact that he's young, he's team-controlled, He's making $100 million. Uh, this is a hard cap world, obviously. And I think that sticks out as, well, you can't part with that player. And, and you become so hung up on that idea that, okay, we can't move this guy. We can't do that. I think with Brandon Carlo, I, I like him as where he is now. I just wish he'd see a little bit more offensive sort of uh, instincts take over in a way if he has them because I think that's where this league is trending. If he is going to be just a stay-at-home defenseman, then, yes, he's probably a three on a great team. I mean, that's just how that's going to go. In this league now, you need to be able to skate and, and produce points as well from the back end. So uh, I, I see it. I, I think people overrate him, and, and I don't want to say overrate him, but they, they value it, I think, just based on what how, they, how many times they've been burned before defensively or guys that are, that are young getting traded for not the right return, if you will. Uh, so I think, in a way, that's where you're seeing it. But overall, I, I think it's one of these situations where He's still he's still twenty years old. I I, I don't know. Like it, it, he's gonna get better. He's gonna get bigger. He's gonna get stronger. So I don't want to say I don't want to say like oh he's gonna be a three at best. He could be a two at best. I mean it's it's one of those situations where I don't quite know. But I, what I do know is that Gabriel Landeskog is one of the best young players in this game. And I know people are quick to say no, he's not. But he's played for a train wreck out there. That team has no structure, no system. So, of course, he struggled. He struggled yeah. under Wah as well. I mean, it, it, get him in the right environment with the right center, and this guy will be a superstar. Yep, I'm with you on that. And I, I think based on the surplus of young, skilled defensemen they have coming on the way, specifically Charlie McAvoy, who I think can be a one or two, uh, you're going to have to reach a point where maybe you use one of these uh, these prospects as trade bait. And, you know, the Bruins are preaching that they want to be a playoff team. Well, you know... you. you <laughs> You got to give to get, man. You, you can't just yeah. you can't have your cake and eat it too, and, and that's the problem no, with the sure. Bruins right now. Uh, and I think that's going to be the problem for a while until uh, number eight is out of the picture. And I don't think that's going to happen soon. In fact, he might be more in the picture from what I hear soon. But we could spend a whole show on that. Um, <laughs> Ty, we want to hey, listen. Want to thank you for uh, taking the time to come on. All the times you have, uh, as I told you in a text. Uh, we will be no longer after Thursday. Uh, the station is going all national, ESPN Radio. Uh, so the stretch run is done after Thursday. But we want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate you taking all the time you did. Yeah, James, anytime. Uh, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun at trade. And we had some, we've had some laughs and we've had some, some good talks. Uh, Christmas movies, Cozy <laughs> Age, everything, everything. So, no, it's a, it's, it's a bummer to hear. Uh, obviously, you guys did great work. And like I said, it's just... Uh, not, not, not the best news to uh, read this morning for sure. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And, I, and I, on that note, I will leave you with one final bit of advice. 
My friend, uh, in honor of Pat Benatar, since it's her birthday, and for you, I chose this song because I know you're a young lad. If you are a single man, play this song for the ladies. I'm telling you, they'll, they'll melt. And as I say this, I, I, I kid you not, as I was preparing to tell you this, there is a friend of mine on Facebook who posted the lyrics to this song with all hearts around it saying, Happy birthday, Pat Benatar. And, and she's quite easy on the eyes, so my point is proven. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just a little secret from the, uh, the, the Irishman, all right? Well, I appreciate it, always. All right, my friend. Listen, good times as always. Hopefully, I'll see you around the ring. Keep up the good work at WEI.com, all right? Thanks, man. You too. All right. That is Ty Anderson joining us. It was hilarious, right, as I'm about to say that to him. My friend Marcy. Nailed it. Post the lyrics. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. And she's saying the same thing. She's like one of the all-time chick anthems ever is this song. So, there you go, uh... I know what I'm talking about when it comes to music. You know that. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, no here we question. are in a stretch run. Uh, one final segment left here on a Tuesday, and then there's two more shows left. We get closer to the uh, the grand finale on Thursday, and it's going to be a special one. I'm starting to book up the guests and get it all together. So you're going to want to tune in 3 to 6. Again, you want some comments here. I mean, you want comments. I'm looking at her comment to me right now. You want uh, some tickets. Frozen Fenway this Saturday. UNH, Northeastern, on the ice, Fenway Park. Call us now, 603-883-9900, 603-883-9900, and they are yours. The Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll be back. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Cam Rogers. According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are forced to teach RG3 or I'll say refresh his mind on these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away. Don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on. Rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense, they have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III. Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire. 
What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Listening to the Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
little Rod Stewart in his early days in a band by the name of Faces. Our older listeners will remember that. That's before he basically did all covers and lip-synced and all that. This is when he really rocked. Stay with me. Good stuff. Happy 72nd birthday to Rod Stewart from the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. It's got a good bluesy feel, eh? Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Good, good stuff there. And uh, we're in our final segment here on a Tuesday on the stretch run. Jimmy Murphy, your host. Justin Sullivan working the boards. Uh, what's your take on the game tonight, uh, Justin? And we'll, we'll talk a little Celtics as well. We haven't really yeah, touched on them. What's your take on the Bruins Blues tonight? I, I can't figure this team out. I really, I can't. And I've been saying this for a month, and I'm going to continue to say it because I don't know what they are. I have no idea what this team is. They, they show up, you know, against a Pittsburgh team, and they take, you know, they take them to overtime, and they get a point out of it. And then the Islanders come into town who suck, and they don't show up at all. You know, I, I can't tell which direction this team's going in. And tonight's one of those nights where I, I just see St. Louis coming in and or going to St. Louis and St. Louis taking care of business. I don't, you know, and I'm going to continue to say that. And as soon as I say that tonight, they're going to go up and score three in the first period and they're right. going to win this game, right? Yeah, that, you know, that's, that's typical. Just, that's just how this team is. So on paper, I don't expect them to, you know, though it'll be a game, but I don't expect them to win this game. And, you know, usually the way the Bruins go this year, they'll, Come out firing, they'll you know go up big in the in the first, and they'll win this game. So, you know, I'm going to say they're going to get they're they're going to get handled tonight pretty pretty easily. But I don't know what this team. I really don't. You know, I can't I can't pin this team down anymore. Um, but I, I think they'll I think they're going to lose tonight. I think they're you know Terrazico and that team they'll they look good in the Winter Classic. Obviously, then they took care of business. Then I think they're they're forced to be reckoned with. And you know, I will say David Backus will have a good game though. In some in some capacity, he scored. That first game, and I said it then too. He's going to be emotional tonight, and he's going to want to go out there and and, and kind of show some things, and 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 you know make sure it's a it's a nice return. It's not a it's not a you know it's going to be it's going to be emotional for him. He doesn't want to have a, a bad game in his return there. Yep. So we will uh, give you the lines and deep pairings tonight. Uh, the forward lines for the Boston Bruins: Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak make up your first line. Frank Vetrano, David Krejci, and the aforementioned David Backus in his return to St. Louis make up your second line. On the third line, your own from Nashua, New Hampshire, Tim Schaller uh, and Riley Nash are centered by Ryan Spooner. As uh, Sully pointed out, Ryan Spooner back to center yeah. tonight. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder if that's uh, to audition trades? him. Yeah, I don't if know. that's a trade audition there. And uh, from the morning skates, we don't know which guy will be the odd man out. Uh, we're hoping it's Jimmy Hayes, as is the rest <laughs> of Bruins Nation. Uh, but Zarnik and Hayes split duties on the left wing. Oh God, yeah. It's Dominic Hayes. Moore Bye. in the <laughs> middle and Anton Bly on the right wing. The D pairings, uh, Chara and Carlo, Krug, McQuaid, the Millers, Kevin and Colin, and then Lyles oh and Morrow uh, were the fourth pairing. They will likely be the healthy scratches. Um so it looks like Colin Miller might draw himself back into the lineup. And Tuka Rask will get the start after being named, along with Brad Marchand, uh, to the All-Star game earlier uh, today. Um, one guy I'm looking for, maybe for a big game, whether it's tonight or in the very near future, and if it doesn't happen soon, I wonder if we're going to, see him maybe spend some time on the IR, and that's Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. Sully. 
clearly there's something wrong yeah, with the, him this yes, year. Yes, absolutely. And it's gotten to the point where tonight is the halfway mark of the season. At what point do they address this? Yeah. I mean, I get it. I know he's your best all-around player, but he's not the Patrice Bergeron we're used to right now, and that's not a knock on him. I think it's a health issue, and you're better now to rest him yes. than a month or two from now when you're battling for that final spot. Yes, I agree. Don't wait. So I wonder if you know if he doesn't come up with a big game, and I'm saying big more more so offensively. Yeah. over this road trip, you know he's there defensively. He's yeah. there every night. Over this road trip, I mean, do we see him get? He's not the same guy right now. He's does not. He, does he take a few games off? Yeah, I mean, why not? He's not the same guy right now. It's you got clear, enough centers. It's clear. Yeah, yeah, you got plenty of centers. There's you. You are not short on centers. Trust me. Claude Julien seems are not short on centers. Yeah. No, he's he's clearly not the same guy. And it's pretty obvious now that it's an injury. Get it fixed. And part of me feels, uh, you know, he's so prideful and he's such a he's such a warrior in, in that sense. That is it is it you know him saying you know I'm playing I'm playing of course I'm playing. he wants to yeah. you know I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing you're not you know you're not we're not sitting me at all. But at some point you got to at least at least figure out you know address it and take care of it. even if it's three games even if it's just a week take a rest here and and, and get healthy because clearly he's not right. I'm with you on that. He's got to – you need more from him. You need more from him, and it, it's – he does everything for you in general, but you need a little more on the offensive side from him. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And uh, as far as my prediction for tonight, I am going to say 2-1 to one Blues. Okay. All right? Okay. A 2-1 win for the Blues regulation. Yep. Uh, that will be – the score in St. Louis tonight. Uh, the Celtics with a chance uh, to tie, correct? Yes. They will tie Toronto tie. with a win for second in, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I'm on their Twitter feed right now, and a lot of love for Isaiah Thomas as they try to get him in as a starter to the yes. All-Star game. Well-deserved um, if he does. He, he will likely make it, I would imagine. Yeah, he will make it. He, you know, Being a starter would be, would be awesome for him. That would be a, a nice little... Nice little reward for the amazing year he's having right now. You know, a lot of people, I'm sure we've we've talked about it a couple times too. I mean, he's he's got to be up there in MVP race. I mean, no one's really talking about it. No one, he's not getting the national love, but he's he's been everything for this team. I mean, how many how many games has he put them on his back and carried them in into wins? You know, and I yep. I would love for him to get get that starting role in the All Star game. Just a nice little reward for the year he's having. And, and of course, uh, as Chris Forsberg pointed out on the show yesterday, Chris Forsberg from ESPN Boston told us uh, that Brad Stevens uh, could very well be uh, the coach, which would be pretty cool too. And and you know, obviously, he joked that uh, Isaiah Thomas was <laughs> pushing for that, so he will get a lot of playing time. Yes, <laughs> and boost his uh, value of the contract yeah. he has coming to him, which, by the way, is uh, escalating. Really Rapidly. fast, <laughs> really fast. Looking like a max deal very quickly, and I, I already kind of thought that he would be getting max money in general before the season started. You know, I think he came in last year and proved that, you know, he's definitely the core of this team going forward. If that's what they decide to do, if they mm-hmm. want to go with the Al Horford, Isaiah Thomas, the team now, he's definitely part of it, and he's gonna he's gonna command max money. And if he didn't, if he has if he hasn't proved it yet, I don't know what else he's got to do because he's putting up ridiculous numbers. He sets the team record in. Uh, points in the fourth quarter. Like, what else does he have to do? He's getting that back up the Brinks truck, as he said, you know, earlier this year. He's getting the money this year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how the uh, the Celtics handle that. Um, but I I like them to go into Toronto and get the win tonight. Sally, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that uh, 
they have the the thing with Toronto is they have such a, an amazing amazing backcourt. They have such amazing guards, uh, DeRozan and Lowry, and the Celtics have the guards to match up with that. They have so many, not just good guards, but they have so many guards that they can just keep throwing them at them. You know, they could throw Avery Bradley. Bradley picks up a couple fouls. All right, we're gonna hit you with Marcus Smart. Then Marcus Smart picks up a couple. Okay, well we're gonna hit you with Terry Rozier. There's so many guards on this team. They can just keep cycling them out and slow them down enough because the rest of the front court for Toronto is not that good. They don't have a lot of good forwards. They have a couple guys. Damari Carroll, he's okay, but there's not, a, there's not a lot in the front court there for them. So slowing down the guards for Toronto is the key to that game tonight. And I think the Celtics can, can do that if they match the intensity of defense they've had and they keep the, the intensity they've had going forward. Al Horford with the game winner a couple nights ago. Things are starting to roll for the Celtics. It, you know, all the talk of them not being a good defense early. I mean, how many times did we have someone on talking about, yeah, the defense isn't as good as we thought they're going to be? It's all starting to click right now. Yep. So I can see them rolling forward and winning this game tonight. And it's a big game for them, and it could uh, set the tempo going forward for the rest of the season. want to thank all our guests uh, today, uh, Coach Dick Humili of UNH Hockey, Bob Snow, uh, Eric Edholm, Yahoo Sports in a shutdown corner, uh, Rich Seeley. Uh, Manchester Monarchs, of course, Andy Strickland from Fox Sports St. Louis, uh, and Ty Anderson from WEI.com. So, a great job as always on the boards, and we've got two more days left. So, do tune in the next two days here on the Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I knew what I don't know.